I am Dr. Barbara Kiel, and some clients of mine prefer to call me Dr. Bibi. And to be honest, I quite like it. Welcome to my podcast. To be honest, a podcast that is born out of mental health efficacy. I believe in the power of intention, and my intention for this podcast is to educate whoever wishes to listen, and to make a paradigm shift in how we perceive mental illness. I also believe mental health education is key, and that one of the most valuable gifts you can give yourself is to invest. In your own mental health. Let's face it, we all need to learn how our minds work, and have the skills to deal with life's ups and downs. And more importantly, let us strengthen our ability to better connect with and support each other. Strong, empathetic. Nurturing and caring relationships have the power to prevent everyday challenges from becoming more concerning issues like mental illness. The responsibility to renew focus on your own mental well-being begins now. Hello, welcome to episode fifty-nine. Let us set the energy of this episode together. So you may wish to put your hand on your heart and close your eyes, unless, of course, if you are driving or operating heavy machinery. So take a deep breath in, and as you exhale, let your thoughts go. Let your past go. Now take a moment. To plug into the greater energy of the universe, feel your heart, and imagine us all connected in a unified field of divine white light, and know that you are safe, all is well, and so it is. So take another deep breath in. Hold it for five seconds, and let it out with a sigh. And when you are ready, slowly open your eyes. All right. Today we are going to continue with our schemas and mental wellness part two. I received a couple of emails wanting me to explain, or should I say, define schemas again. Okay, so let me. Well, other than you can refer back to episode fifty-eight. Of course, I can put it in a nutshell for you here. If there's a nutshell to put it in, schemas are patterns that we developed in childhood. In response to the conditions that we grow up in, so these patterns consist of certain thoughts 
which then creates difficult feelings, which then drive behaviors. Well, to kind of get away from these difficulties, remember, feelings come from thoughts, and our thoughts drive us to certain behaviors. However, unfortunately, these patterns get wiring together in the subconscious, automatic brain of ours, and they continued. To play out in adulthood, even when the situations have changed, that means you're no longer, as an adult, living in the same conditions or situations that you grow up in. But you still keep those male adaptive schemers from early childhood in your subconscious mind, and you will know. Particularly when you have the tendency to self-sabotage. So today I am going to share with you a list of patterns or schemas that have been identified in research as early maladaptive schemas, or in short. EMS. They act specifically against a category of emotional needs, persistently preventing the needs being met in healthy ways. Now, my listeners, please realize schemas, particularly these early maladaptive schemas, basically. Can cause problems on three levels. For one, they can cause unnecessary emotional distress, defectiveness, and shame, such as "I'm not good enough," "I am flawed," "If people really knew me, they would reject me," "I'm just a bad person," thoughts that just go south. So. When we get close to someone, it causes anxiety, deep feeling of shame, and not being good enough and inadequate, and that will drive social anxiety. Problem two: stop us meeting essential emotional needs. Let's face it: we are biologically programmed to meet a range of emotional needs. Remember the five A's: affection, attention, appreciation, allowance, and acceptance. So, if they are not met, we will also struggle with emotions like loneliness, feeling isolated, feeling alienated, sad, unfulfilled, and empty. So the second level adds to the emotional distress that we already feel on level one, and schemas get repeatedly, deeply, and deeply wired, which then leads to the third level. We seek unhealthy ways to have these needs met, or should I say, numb them.
we become addicted to things that bring relief of these uncomfortable feelings. Any kind of relief, we turn to alcohol, drugs, and we can get addicted to food. That's why we say emotional eat, especially when we feel lonely or empty inside. We also might be addicted to gambling, shopping, modern technology, selfies, anything that can bring us some relief of all those painful feelings, and we call them internal pains. So at this time, let me share with you some of the more common early maladaptive schemas. Number one, abandonment, instability. Now, unpredictability creates havoc in our developing mind as a child. This schema develops from families where at least one parent was unpredictable. Emotionally or physically absent, volatile or abusive, so it generates thoughts that people will eventually leave or reject you, and creates an above-average amount of insecurity and anxiety in close relationships. For example, the child may have schemas like people close to us can't be relied on. They are going to flip. Eventually, they are going to leave us. If you have this schema, you will try to avoid feeling insecurity and anxiety by either becoming clingy and needy, over-controlling and possessive, or avoid intimate relationship altogether. Why? Because these thoughts embedded in our subconscious mind and drive us of our insecurity, so therefore sabotage happens. Or constantly ask for assurance, such as, "Do you love me? Are you sure you love me?" Number two, mistrust or abuse schema. Now this is a basic belief that others will inevitably hurt. Take advantage, manipulate, or lie to you in some way. There is often a belief that these harmful behaviors are intentional or the result of negligence. This schema develops primarily from verbal, physical, or even sexual abuse, or from a parent who was unpredictable in their affections. So, as an adult. There may be a belief of always feeling that you get the short end of the stick, in comparison to others. People with this schema often suffer from paranoia, mistrust, and anger. Number three, emotional deprivation. Now, this schema includes a general expectation for basic emotional needs to go unmet. Or unnoticed. This is probably one of the most common schemas that people with psychological issues struggle with. 
Now, it doesn't have obvious direct external signs, but it's the driving force behind a number of other schemas, such as self-sacrificing. Self-sacrifice is usually driven by this schema as it is a way of feeling emotionally valuable to others as listening to others' problems. It's a way of getting emotional fulfillment. Three major forms of emotional deprivation include deprivation of nurturance, protection, and empathy. So people with this schema often have a sense of something missing in life, an emptiness or a void. As a result, the emptiness can cause a constant feeling of something missing, which people use food and substances to fill, such as drug addiction and alcohol addiction. Number four, defectiveness or shame. This involves a core feeling of a sense of defectiveness or inherent badness. There is often a belief that if you were actually exposed to others as your true self, you would discover that you were actually unlovable. This schema may manifest itself through heightened sensitivity to criticism and blame, intense self-consciousness, insecurity, and comparisons around others. It is often the schema that directly underpins depression and drives the schemas of approval-seeking, self-sacrifice, and unrelenting standards. Number five schema, dependence or incompetence. This schema is associated with the belief that you are not capable of dealing with everyday responsibilities without significant help from others. These beliefs may become evident through failure to take care of yourself, make healthy decisions, or solve daily problems without seeking excessive outside assistance. Well, basically, it's a general sense of helplessness. You often rely on others to do things for you and get upset if you have to do things by yourself. This schema can generate depression and anxiety and cause feelings of hopelessness, failure, incompetence, and neediness. Sixth schema, vulnerability to harm or illness. Now, this schema may be experienced as a pronounced fear of looming or imminent disaster, coupled with the belief that it cannot be avoided or prevented. These fears are generally associated with medical, emotional, or external catastrophes. The persistent feeling created by this schema is chronic anxiety and worry. Often you excessively worry about your health or the health of your family and become overprotective and controlling. On the flip side, 
you may develop conditions such as panic attacks, phobias, obsessive compulsive disorder, or generalized anxiety disorder. Number seven, enmeshment or undeveloped self or weak self-concept or identity. This schema may be experienced as intense emotional closeness and involvement with significant others or other parents. The cost of which is often foregoing healthy social development or building a sense of a personal identity. This schema often includes feelings of being smothered by or overly attached, that means fused together to others, while also experiencing a lack of personal direction or emptiness. This schema is often the source of codependency in which a person gets their sense of self and self-worth through other people. And in couples counseling, these are the couples that are experiencing codependent relationships. Number eight, insufficient self-control or self-discipline. Now, this schema involves significant difficulty or refusal to demonstrate adequate self-control and to tolerate frustration, discomfort in the service of achieving one's goals. There may be a focus on avoiding discomfort, any kind of discomfort, such as pain, conflict, overexertion, responsibility, or confrontation with the potential cost of personal fulfillment of goals or relationships. Number nine, subjugation. Now, many children who develop this type of EMS, early maladaptive schemas, come from families who show conditional acceptance, which can result in denying or over-representing parts of yourself in hopes of gaining love and acceptance. Now, many parents within these families tend to place their own emotional needs, desires, or social status, acceptance above the needs of their children. May it be consciously or otherwise. So, subjugation involves a tendency to surrender control to others in attempts to avoid abandonment, anger, or conflict. You may identify with this schema through a pattern of subjugating your needs or emotions coupled with a perception that your own needs, feelings, wants, or beliefs are unimportant or invalid to others. Now, the pervading feeling of this schema is fear of retaliation, conflict, and other people's anger. As a result of this EMS, your current experience may include excessive compliance to the needs 
or wishes of others while simultaneously feeling trapped. Often there is a buildup of unexpressed anger and resentment. And the last EMS I'm going to share with you here is entitlement or grandiosity. Now, this schema is related to a belief in your superiority to others or a general belief in being entitled to special privileges, rights, or exceptions. This is often the belief that normal rules of social interactions don't apply to you. And I suppose a good example would be the people that think they do not need to wear masks and or hotel quarantine does not apply to them. And they can cross state borders during lockdown just because they have a boat or airplane and that you should be able to do as you please without concern for the impact on others or an exaggerated focus on need to be the best in some way to achieve power or control. Now, not primarily related to attention or approval. There may be a tendency toward exerting power over others forcing viewpoints upon others, or generally trying to control others' behaviors in self-serving ways. And the key words here are self-serving ways for people that have this schema. And unfortunately for some, they may even develop narcissistic personality disorder. So on that note, stay safe, learn heaps, and find the courage to be honest. Bye for now. You can find this podcast, to be honest, on Apple Podcast, Spotify, and my website, www.drbarbarakiao.com. D-R-B-A-R-B-A-R-A-K-I-A-O.com. Mm-hmm.